This is Haymaker Podcast. With Mary Felker. And Ashley Zabardi. This episode is called, Hey Annie from Mrs. Brennan. Hey Makers, this is Ashley. I'm here with Annie Jackson from This Is Brennan. Hi, Annie. Hi, Ashley. How are you? I am, am great, thank you. How are you? Good. Doing very well, thank you. Just hanging, hanging in the closet. Yes. This is where I live now. Yeah. I um, haven't spent much time in this closet, but it's nice. Good, good. Good to get acquainted with your closet floor. It is. So, um, I'm super excited to have you um, not only on the podcast today, but in the Hey July box. Yes, I'm so excited. It's like, I can't believe all the different people who are participating. I feel like I want to do all of the projects. Dude, I I think that this is, this is only our second month. But mm-hmm. I really feel like this is going to be my favorite box that we will ever do. I know. It's so cool. <laughs> like, I really think I have to buy one just because I want to do all of it. I know. I know. Me too. Um, and it, I just think it's so it's such a perfect time because people are still wanting to stay home. Yes. Um, and you get to learn five new skills. Yeah. It's like a little sampler. <laughs> yeah. Art. Totally. Do it yourself sampler. <laughs> yeah, learn this new skill and then you can go buy um, the materials you need to keep going on whichever one is your favorite or ones. Yes, exactly. So it's pretty cool. <laughs> mm. I'm drinking wine. <laughs> okay. Well, that's a good idea. I yeah. Feel like I could well, use a glass of wine. <laughs> it's five o'clock and podcast recording is hard work. It is. Yeah. I actually have never done a podcast before, so I feel yeah, this is my first time. Oh yeah, you definitely need wine. Then. I know. <laughs> next time. Um, next time. Next time. Um, so tell everybody about this is Brennan. Yes. So this is Brennan is my company. Um, I make naturally dyed textiles. So everything uh, is all the colors come from plants. My favorite one is avocado pits. They produce a pink color. So pretty. And I make things with rosemary and onion skins and annatto seeds, which are going to be in the dye for the box. Um, Yeah, so basically I just make anything I can dye. So anything from fabrics. I make silk scarves and um, stuffed animals and, you know, baby hats and things like that. Yeah. I, I have an onion skin oh, yeah. um, bandana. bandana. Yeah, I love those. Yeah, it's so pretty. And the silk is so nice. Yeah. Um, and the cotton is nice, too. Yeah. Um, what color does the um, annatto seeds produce? They, they make a really, uh, like, true orange color. Very orange oh, and bright. Okay. Yeah. yeah, that's right. You mentioned that. Now I remember. Mm-hmm. Um cool I'm excited about that and it's such a that's such a great color right now so in yeah it's very summery um yeah yeah very uh, uplifting I think it's like a positive energy color mm. yeah yeah I like that cool <laughs> yeah I'm really excited um so 
So in the kit that you did for Hey July, we're doing the annatto seeds and then um, a bandana, right? Yes. So each kit comes with a white cotton bandana and a little bag of seeds so that you can dye the bandana with the seeds. And um, I'm going to do some examples, I think, on my website if you are interested in folding and tie-dye and things like that. But otherwise, you can just dye it solid orange. Plop it in and (laughs) go to town. How long does it take? So that is, um, in the instructions, I've written that one of the key ingredients in natural dyeing is time Mm -hmm. because it is a real slow and patient um, process. So it doesn't take a lot of active time. You basically just have to set a pot of boiling water and then let it rest and fold your fabric and then let it rest. So um, yeah, you get the best results if you like leave it in the dye overnight. Okay. So it's a set it and forget it situation. Exactly. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. You don't have to be tending to it, but you should like give it its space. (laughs) Yeah. We need like our 1960s crock pot. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. Yeah. All those vibes. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I'm going to start on our podcast questions. I'm ready for you to stump me because I don't know very much about you. Yeah, um, I was like trying to figure out if there was anything that I've said to you in passing because I really I know. But we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, I. The last two I've done, I've guessed the right answer. So mm-hmm. I'm I'm on a good yeah, winning track. Yeah. Here. <laughs> so tell us your two truths and a lie. Okay, so the first one is I have lived in five countries. Next one is I've driven the entire length of Route 66. And the last one is I was married in London last summer. Hmm. Oh my gosh. (laughs) This is a tough one. I have no idea. Um, I am going to say you have not driven Route 66. I have. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. I'm going to get another guess. I'm giving myself another guess. Okay. Go for it. (laughs) 50-50. I've got good chances here. Um, Okay. I think you were married. Were you married in London last year? Is that the it? That's the lie. <laughs> Is that the lie? Yeah, because and I was being really tricky here. My okay. husband is from London. That I knew that. Yeah, I thought maybe you did know that, but we yeah, actually got I married mean. in Ireland. <laughs> oh. Yeah, his mother's from Ireland, so that's where we got married. All right then. Yeah, trying you, to be sneaky. <laughs> you're real sneaky. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, that's funny. I like that. Um, cool. Well, tell tell us real quick about your travels then. Your yeah. other truth. Um, oh, yeah. I've lived in five countries. So obviously I've lived in the USA because that's where I'm from and where I'm living now. Um, and then I've also lived in London. I moved there to do my master's degree. And then with my um, current husband, when we were dating at the time, we decided to move to China um, and we lived there and we taught English and then we moved to Taiwan Wow! Um, and we lived there for a few years. And then last year we were living in Ireland um, 
for most of the year as we were planning our wedding. So that's five. Wow. Yeah. You've been all over the place. Well, good for you. <laughs> Thanks. Cool. Um, so walk, walk us through a day in your life, a day in your life um, with this is Brennan. Right. So everyone, I'm sure um, currently their days are different from before quarantine. But sure. um, for me, generally, this year, I decided I was going to start doing yoga every day. And I am very proud of myself for sticking to that. So I get up around 6.30 and I do some yoga. Um, And then I, as a small business owner, like my days are typically different and I just have to roll with whatever's happening if I'm fulfilling orders or, um, you know, answering emails. And then the thing I have to do every day, which relates to this as Brennan, is make a die plan because it does take some time and prep and so I have to make sure I have all the materials that I need and know which ones need um, prepping and which ones need dyeing and what stage they're in so I kind of always have to um, yeah like figure that out each day and make sure I'm on top of everything smart Um, cool yeah and then so I work in the garage here in my house so in quarantine like not too much has changed for me I just go out to the garage and uh, get started um yeah and then I like work until 5 30 or 6 and eat dinner with my family and try to just unwind somehow in the evening like read a book or watch a movie with my husband and that's pretty much my life nice that sounds nice yeah yeah I know isn't it funny most of us who um like work from home normally, mm-hmm. um, like running a small business. I don't, I don't feel like a lot has changed. I know. I like, I just realized that I've always been in quarantine. <laughs> like, yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, there's of course the not being able to go out and meet friends so easily yeah. or go out to dinner or something like that is a change, but my day to day hasn't changed much. No. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, mine neither. I mean, I have kids, um, mm-hmm. so that's weird not, like, driving them to school. But it's summer now anyway. Yeah. Oh, and they they must be doing school from – or, like, they were doing school from home? Yeah, they were doing – we were doing school from home. It really wasn't that big of a deal. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, it you know, it was – it wasn't um, that much of a change for us. Yeah. Really, aside from them being home um, and not in school. And that wasn't for that much longer, you know, than they normally would have been in summer anyway. So, right. I don't know. I, we've adapted really well. We're lucky. That's good. Yeah, that is good. Yeah, for sure. So tell me, um, in terms of your business, what are you most proud of? So there are a lot of things I'm proud of, but when thinking about this question, I realized the thing I'm most proud of is just starting my business. Like, um, so good. Yes. Just like having the courage and the belief that this is really important. I just want to do this every day. And, um, it's the life that I want for myself and then starting that makes me feel really proud. Yes. As you should be. (laughs) (laughs) I love that answer so much. Um, I love it so much because it's so hard. Yeah. And you hear people, what's that? No, go ahead. Sorry. I was just going to say, you hear people 
with ideas. I've, mm-hmm. I hear that all the time. I have this idea, I, you know, maybe I should start this as a business and yeah. I'm thinking about doing this. Like, yeah, just do it. Don't yeah. wait for the perfect time. Just do it. Yeah. And there's a lot of self-doubt and a lot of like fear mm-hmm. that comes along with that. And it's just, sure. yeah, being confident. I was lucky when I was in high school, my parents together started their own company and that worked really well for them. And they had a lot of success with it. And so I think yeah. me and my siblings like um, learned a lot from that. And I knew that it's something that I wanted to do. So that's so cool. Yeah. That, uh, um, the startup, yeah. Um, attitude and the fortitude to do that. Um, yeah, but it's super really scary. Cool. Yeah. It's um, very scary. It's because you're, you're really, um, vulnerable. Yes. When you do that, like this is something that I made and everything you make has a little part of you. It's a little part of your soul. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Um, and putting that out there into the world yeah. is not, not easy. No, it's, it's really, easy. yeah, that is one of the hardest things for me is like, yeah, sharing what I make and just putting it out there. It just feels really scary, but it's, people are always nice. People are really kind, really receptive. It, it really is just do it you know and um it will all come to you like don't be afraid to do it absolutely absolutely and I mean it does not hurt that everything you make is absolutely beautiful (laughs) (laughs) that doesn't hurt anything yeah Yeah, it does help (laughs) yeah um so where do you see yourself in the future future can be three years five years ten years whatever timeline yeah um so I think I was thinking about this. I'm kind of um, hard to pin as a person. Me and my husband are, as you've heard from my two truths and a lie, always um, moving around and Uh um, kind of like rootless. So thinking about where I'm going to be in five years can be really difficult for me. But I, I thought about it and something I really want for my company um, and to achieve is that in a few years time, I would like to really include like a cultural element to the craft that I do something I really love about it is that um, it has a really deep history all over the world because the Mm. dyes we use today they were invented um, in the mid 1800s which in you know relatively to the rest of history that is really not that long ago and that means that in all of history before 1854 um, when synthetic dyes were invented people were using natural dyes and that means you know in kings and queens of england on the silk road in japan in mayan culture in peru like everywhere um and i think that's fascinating i love the cultural heritage of it everywhere and i think it'd be really cool to have um maybe like workshops or retreats that maybe take place in japan or like focus on the indigo that is done there and then um, maybe do another one in Peru or like just invite people to um, like experience the cultural history that comes along oh, with yeah. the craft of natural dyes. So to me, that's like a big, if I could do anything, that's what I would do. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. that sounds amazing. <laughs> so yeah, five years, I don't Science. know, but <laughs> sure. Know, in time. Sign me up. Okay. Sign me up. I'm ready. Yeah. Let's, I'm ready for some shibori. Yes. Oh my gosh. That would be so fun. (laughs) Yay. I knew something. (laughs) Yeah. 
Japanese folding techniques. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's so cool. What it um that's a really cool aspiration. Thanks. Very yeah. cool. I think um I like that um craft and worldliness and kind of connecting people. So I'd like to try to do that somehow. Yeah, I love that. That's that is fascinating. Yeah. So um, the last question we have is for you to tell us three businesses you love. Yes. So this was tricky because I love a lot of businesses and a lot mm-hmm. of them either have already been on your podcast or have already been mentioned on your podcast. Oh, no. So I did want to like try to think of some new um, businesses. So yeah, the first one, that. yeah, the first one I want to say is Tofu Teas. Oh, yeah. Um, Yeah, she does. uh, She has a booth at Market in the Alley, and Mm -hmm. she's really young, and she's part of the Future Makers. um, And I think she's really, really good at what she does, and I really admire her for being so brave and so young starting her business. And recently, she, like, organized um, a rally for kids for anti-racism where they could come and be safe with their families. But I think that, um, like, I can't wait to see her like when she's growing up because like she's already doing things that I admire. So I think that's really cool. Yeah. She, they are, they're a very cool family. Yeah, definitely. That's awesome. And then, um, the next one is art by Leela. She has, yeah, she sells her things at marketing the alley and also downtown Summerlin and other places. And she makes like resin poured, uh, art and she will, uh, pour resin on like a beautiful piece of wood and make it look like waves crashing up on the sand but it's like really a cutting board or a cheese board and I think um, resin as a material is really interesting and I like seeing on her Instagram that she's doing woodworking and I just like really whenever I see her products I think they're so pretty so I just wanted to say I admire her business. <laughs> yeah and I she she and I met at Market and Yelly and instantly connected because um, of our kind of jack of all trade mentalities. Yeah. Like, I want to try every craft project, I want to try every art form. I know. Um, we both love welding. <laughs> yes, I know. I am, um, my bachelor's degree is in sculpture. And so I oh, loved, okay. I would be in the metal shop, in the wood shop. Yes. And then, like, I don't really have a metal shop anymore. So I don't weld anymore. But I love oh, yeah. just like big tools, <laughs> like doing, making whatever you want. Like, it's the coolest thing. I, I went to Lowe's this morning and I was eyeballing <laughs> welders. I just passed them. I was looking for stuff for my Dremel tool, um, for my jewelry, but yeah. Uh, yeah, I passed the welders. And I know. What do I need? What do I need this for? <laughs> I know, right? Like, can there's... I find an excuse to get it so yeah. that I can weld because it's so fun. But yeah, she's she is a serious badass. Yeah, she is. And so I just like seeing the creations she creates. They seem really satisfying, like such interesting materials. So yeah, she she's super cool, super creative, super sweet. I, yes, that's a great one. I love her. And the last one, I am going to say the workshop downtown. 
because oh, yeah. yeah, I um I joined in January of this year for their oh. membership and mm-hmm. I've gotten so much out of it and I've met so many incredible people and it's run by Ashley, Kelly and Jess. Yes. And I think like every community needs something like that for creatives where they can learn business strategies and they can share like problems people are having or strategies for success. And it just helps the whole community if there is a place for that. Um, And I did go to art school and I feel like, you know, I got a lot out of art school, but really not Mm -hmm. the practical things like how to make a living. (laughs) Right. Um, they don't teach you the business side yeah. very often. I I know that from experience too. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's hard. It is hard. And it's, you know, there's a lot of reasons for it or whatever, but I think the workshop downtown kind of like supplemented that for me. Absolutely. Um, so yeah, I would highly recommend it. And I think it's a really cool thing to have in the community. I do too. And, and just the, um, just the support. Yeah, that's offered um, through that community that they're building um, is really, really cool. Yeah, definitely. And it, it feels good. It feels good to go to their meetings mm-hmm. and know that you're surrounded by um, other small business owners and creatives and people who want to build this community. Yeah. Um, it's really cool. And I know you're from Las Vegas, Ashley, right? Uh, I, yes, I am. But I'm not. So when I came here not too long ago, <laughs> I kind of felt like, wow, there's no art here. There's no art scene. Or, you know, I just didn't think there was any creative part of Vegas. And how sure. wrong was I? Like, it was amazing to find that there's all these people doing these amazing things. So yeah. 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 I love that. I love that. And I love that you found it. Yeah. Because it, I don't know. Did it take a lot of research? I wouldn't know. <laughs> right. You know, it just took, it actually took some time. Um, mm-hmm. I decided I had to get out of the suburbs and like actually try to meet somebody. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just found some random groups to, and then people would recommend, oh, maybe you should try this or maybe you should go to the workshop downtown. And I like just through meeting people kind of found my way to, that whole market. Oh yeah. Like someone recommended market in the alley to me. Oh, maybe you would do well at market in the alley. And I thought, Oh, I don't know what that is. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But yeah, anyway, through asking questions and meeting people, I've come to realize like there's a really rich arts community here and maker community. And it's really nice to be a part of. That's awesome. I love that. I love it. I love that you found it. Um, It's, it's not huge. Yeah, but I kind of um, like that too. Like it feels mm-hmm. welcoming in its smallness. It <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, you know, Vegas. Um, everybody says Vegas is a small town. Mm-hmm. Like you'll you spend enough time here, you get to know everybody, and everybody knows everybody. Yeah, um, and it's it's kind of quaint in that way, which is yeah. really nice. I I like that, and I appreciate that about our city. Yeah. That's so cool. Yes. I, um, those are some great small businesses. I love that. I love that answer. Cool. Yay. I like that question. I think that's a really cool thing for everyone to share and like spread the love. That's really nice. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, that's what, that's what we're all about here at Maker. (laughs) Spreading the love and make sure, making sure that we, um, include as many, as many as possible, because that's what we want. We want to be um, 
a place for everybody to go to find um, small businesses and makers and artists. Yeah. Well, I feel that way. You guys are doing a really great job with it. It's a good idea. Um, I'm very excited to be a part of it. Thank you. We're, we're so excited to have you. Super, super excited. Um, so the last thing is tell everybody where they can find you. Yes. So my Instagram handle is this period is period Brennan. Um, and those are important because there's some other man who is named Brennan and sometimes I tag him and um, <laughs> I think he probably hates me. But anyway, so yeah, that's my Instagram. I also have a website. This is Brennan.com. Um, yeah. And cool. that's probably the like most places where you can find this is Brennan stuff. Yeah. yeah. Instagram is the best, isn't it? Yes. I love Instagram. <laughs> I mean, yeah, of course, like I have some social media anxiety and things like that, but Instagram uh, yeah. is so positive and people are really kind. And I love the, like the little heart button somehow makes it feel like a really positive place as opposed to some other social media platforms. But yes. Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. Cool. Well, thank you, Annie, for Thanks, being Ashley. in the Hey July box and for being on the podcast with me. I'm excited to share this. I'm really excited. I'm so excited. I think this box is awesome. Like, I actually want to send it to my friends and stuff. So thank you for including me. And totally. yeah. Cool. Well, you can find the Hey July box um, on our website. We'll put the link in the show notes and it's on our Instagram bio. You know where the link is. Um, and we are going to do some Meet the Maker events. We're going to, Mary and I will be at the Craft House um, on First Friday and we'll have a few boxes available then. And we will also be at Craft House in the Arts District on the uh, July 25th from uh, 6 to 8 for a local pickup event. Will you Will you be there, Annie? Yes, I will be there. Oh, yay. We'll have a beer. <laughs> yeah, that'd be great. Okay. Well, thank you so much for being on. I'll talk to you soon. Yes. Bye, Ashley. All right. Bye. Bye.